Welcome to the Daily Objective, Day 90 of the War in Israel. Uh, I'm joined today by Eitan Fischberger. Eitan um, has written about UNRWA. We're going to talk about UNRWA today again. Uh, Eitan has written about UNRWA for uh, National Review and the Washington Examiner. And Eitan, you published a thread. Uh, you you went into the uh, belly of the beast, uh, at least online. It's, you know, probably better to do it online. Uh, and went on and joined a... Uh, Telegram group of UNRWA teachers, and you found some uh, some interesting things there that, again, are not surprising to those of us uh, who who know UNRWA, who know how the UN operates, uh, but they're still very very important to mention and uh, and not stop mentioning until something is done about this. So before we get to that thread. Just generally, we've we've spoken about the UN uh, on this channel, and um, uh, people in Israel, I think, are more aware of the problems with the UN. We we mentioned that uh, uh, UN Watch uh, has mentioned that uh, in 2023 there have been 14 uh, General Assembly condemnations of Israel, seven of the rest of the world. This is not unusual. It's not a 2023 thing. It's a UN thing. So uh, your general thoughts and, uh, and, and insights about uh, the UN before we go specifically to UNRWA and the, uh, the Twitter thread. Sure. So uh, first of all, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Great to be on. Uh, I, you know, for, for lack of time, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll shorten my criticism of the UN when it comes to Israel. But like you said, the fact that they have the audacity to condemn Israel uh, every day of the week uh, more times than the rest of the world combined, whether it's the General Assembly or in the uh, Human Rights Council. It's a uh, it's a shame. And it's, uh, you know, I think that everything everyone already knew about the UN post pre October 7th. So post October 7th, it's been solidified beyond a shadow of a doubt. I mean, there's 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 no there's no way about it. The UN, you know, we've seen their We've seen, you know, their aid bags in Gaza. You know, the IDF has been releasing footage of of UN aid bags with ammo inside of it. They found UN material in terror tunnels. They have uh, Hamas fighters on October 7th raiding uh, southern Israel with UN medical supplies that says UN on it, uh, on, on the trucks with the AK-47s. Um, they have one of the hostages that was released said that uh, she was actually held captive for 50 days in an UNRWA teacher's house. So I could go on and on, but, uh, you know, <laughs> for lack of time. Yeah, and this is not, you know, one bad apple or 10, 15 bad apples or somebody stealing a UN you know, truck and uh, and so the label is there. This is very much built in and it's very much built in with UNRWA itself, the, um, the uh, UN body for uh, Palestinian refugees, I think the, is the official uh, designation of it. So do you want to, uh, shortly before we go into the specifics of that thread, tell us your ideas or, or what you know about uh, about UNRWA, or what we uh, what we should know about UNRWA when we judge it? Is it is it fixable? Uh, and uh, yeah, how, how should we approach it? Sure. So first of all, there's been talk recently about uh, Israel actually um, saying that maybe UNRWA should be defunded, which has not been the position of Israel, if I'm not mistaken, up until now. For various geopolitical reasons, you know, because that would create a that would exacerbate the quote unquote refugee crisis, and they wouldn't know what to do with that. So there are all these uh, political considerations how that would affect the 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 U.S. Israel relationship. Uh, 
there's a lot to talk about there, but I want to put that aside one second. I just want to talk about UNRWA, the institution itself. And obviously, like we were just discussing, everyone knows that that UNRWA is, you know, has a very, let's let's say, uh, close relationship or, or not distant relationship with Hamas. Um, and I think that one of the more interesting tidbits that not many people know that I think is really worth highlighting is that UNRWA actually has you know, what do they have? I think 30,000 employees, three times more than the UN High Commission for Refugees. Uh, so they have an enormous amount of employees, 30,000 30, staff. And they have, like a lot of big companies, organizations, they'll have unions inside of these organizations. And the union of UNRWA is actually led by lists that are made up of Hamas and the PFLP. So they have these elections every year, two years, whatever it is. And consistently for over a decade now, it's been won by the quote unquote Hamas list. So, you know, they have people that are literally members of Hamas getting money, getting paid by the UN, which means actually getting paid by the taxpayers of the various countries that are funding the UN, whether it's the US, the UK, all the European countries. So it's just a it's a, it's an absolute disaster zone. Obviously, there's the the issue that they define refugees in a way different than all the rest of the refugees combined, uh, you know, the rest of the world, they basically make it so that any Palestinian anywhere in the world born, you know, is going to be a refugee automatically and in perpetuity, which is, it's it's meant to, it's meant to perpetuate the conflict. So someone once said to me, oh, UNRWA is the, is the most ineffective UN agency ever. And I said, actually, UNRWA is the most effective UN agency out there because it's doing exactly what it said it was going to do. It's it's going to perpetuate and exacerbate and broaden the refugee crisis, and then it's exactly what it's done. So that's my spiel about UNRWA generally. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, you mentioned PFLP. For people not familiar, that is the oh, Popular yeah. Front for the Liberation of Palestine, a communist terrorist organization. Uh, they're not, uh, we've, I think we've mentioned them on the show as well. They're not as popular as they used to be, uh, but they still have the word popular in their name. Yes, and, they do. Uh, so, you know, one thing when we hear people accusing Israel of everything they can accuse Israel of, the, the one of the popular ones is uh, they're bombing schools and hospitals. And so Hamas knows this, of course. Hamas knows that this is a good a good thing to say to the world because you think about it. And like you're, this is, you're bombing schools and hospitals. So this is a... Uh, this is something that is is knowingly done and is done with the cooperation of UNRWA. These are, in many cases, UNRWA schools and UNRWA hospitals, right? Yeah, and then we also have footage of them firing rockets, Hamas firing rockets from you know the courtyards of UNRWA schools. That's it's there. There are so many video. Thank God for social media because otherwise we really would not have seen any of this footage. I mean, if this was thirty years ago, this footage would never get out. We would never see it. But now you just go onto Twitter or. Or X, sorry, uh, or or Instagram or YouTube. You just put in UNRWA school rockets, and you, you just you'll see it. It's they they barely even try to hide it. It's it's pretty amazing. Um. So thank you, Jonathan, for the super chat. Uh. Yeah. So speaking of social media, uh, you went on Telegram. You joined the UNRWA teachers Telegram channel. Uh. What what can you tell us about that? Sure. So Telegram, for those who aren't aware of it, it's a very niche app. It's it's sort of like WhatsApp, if you guys are familiar with that, wherever you are, um, where people can just chat. They can anonymize themselves. So you can hide your phone number, you can hide your name, your picture. So it's just like a, a random person, you know who it is. And they 
it, it's known to be full of more extremist content. Hamas has a very heavy presence on Telegram. Uh, and so I figured, okay, well, UNRWA probably has a Telegram channel because it's popular in the Arab world. So they probably have all these various main channels, sub channels, whatever. And I went onto Telegram and I literally just put in UNRWA. And then an UNRWA teachers group came up with 3,000 members, I think, of the channel. I went onto the channel, I joined the channel, and I figured the quote-unquote juiciest or most extreme content that I would probably find, the most anti-Semitic pro-terror content, would probably be on October 7th. So I rewound the app back to October 7th, and I just saw footage of the Hamas terrorists breaking through the fence, um, committing you know heinous atrocities against the Jewish people, against Israelis, um, you know things that I probably we probably wouldn't want to say here on the air right now, but the worst crimes that you can imagine. Um, and the users and, and all the members are, are UNRWA teachers, uh, you know, or UNRWA, UNRWA educators, contractors, you name it. And they are putting up heart emojis and they're saying, oh, praise Allah. This is amazing. We love this. And these are our heroes, our brave fighters. Uh, and since October 7th, you know, they'll routinely post uh, Hamas propaganda videos, speeches by Hamas leaders that are similarly glorified and praised by these by these members. Um, and it's uh, what what I think is really fascinating about Telegram is because it's all anonymous, um, they really allow themselves the freedom to to really express what they truly feel. Even I find when when I've come across people supporting Hamas or supporting terror on other platforms, They'll still kind of, um, I don't know the word in English, they'll kind of tone it down a little bit. And I mean like really a little bit, but on Telegram, they'll just go no holds barred. They'll just unleash every bit of, of hatred that they have and every bit of terror support that they have. And yeah, that, that's pretty much what I found. Along with all these other files, you know, they, they, they uploaded files of 1800 UNRWA workers where you get like the names and everything. So I, I said on the, the thread, if anyone wants to do anything, there's a lot of, you know, juicy material here, names and phone numbers of, of, of UNRWA staff. Anyway, that's what I found on the channel. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on, let me follow up on that on doing something about it. Is anything actually, could, could anything be done? This is not, is, is this a situation where somebody's going to get fired? Now, the situation now in Gaza is is a bit different. It's it's a bit, it's not as easy as it used to be to, to get away with this uh, kind of stuff. Right. But is is there going to be real, is anything going to bring real significant change within UNRWA, uh, you know, let alone dismantling the organization? But uh, is there any hope? Um. Listen, I mean, I'm I'm forced to have hope because like my options are either to 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 sit sit and cry on social media or to do something about it. So I'm doing my best. And I think that there is hope. I think that, you know, it's unfortunate that uh a lot of countries continue to fund this organization. Um post October seventh. I understand I'm trying to understand their point of view, why they would do so, but I think it's really counterproductive and I think that uh they're really misusing uh, their resources. I think there are much better ways to help Palestinians than to give to UNRWA. Um, and I think that as far as making actual change, I think that all the findings, like what I was lucky enough to find on Telegram, all the work that organizations like UN Watch and affiliated organizations are doing to expose, you know, what UNRWA is, I think eventually, I hope eventually those will will add up. It'll impact public opinion, which will then impact the decision makers and 
Congress or in the parliament and parliaments in Europe. Um, and eventually, yeah, there'll be a, there'll be a real change. I hope. Yeah, I share that hope. Uh, I don't know how optimistic I am, but let's see. Uh, thank you, Wes, for the super chat. And thank you, Bonnie, as well. Let's go back to the point that these are teachers we're talking about. Now, on this channel, we've, we've uh, expressed controversial views. Uh, your appearance here is definitely not an endorsement of any of those views. But we have said that one of the problems in how Israel is fighting this war is that it is fighting against Hamas. And, and seemingly denying the fact that the Palestinian people are the enemy. And historically, this is not this it would not be controversial. Nobody in the in, in World War II would have said, look, the German people, they're suffering. We we need to send them fuel and medicine and food. Uh, but but it's it's just the Nazis that have somehow nothing to do with the Germans that we're fighting against. Here, uh, there is there is that approach. Now, when you see that the the teachers, the teachers that, you know, uh, the people on October 7th who committed those atrocities went through the school system, many undoubtedly educated by UNRWA, funded by the U.S., the U.K., definitely in some way Israel. This is a, this is a very built into Palestinian society. And, and um, you would think that if anybody in the world wants to uh, further the cause of potential peace between the Palestinians and Israel, they would do the exact opposite, right? They would teach, they would teach uh, very different things than uh, than than uh, whatever led people to do October seventh, and would not praise uh, attacks like October seventh. Yeah, I mean, there's an organization that uh, I think works with UNRWA occasionally called Impact SE, I think they're called, and they do a lot of work in scrutinizing the uh, UNRWA textbooks, and they find, you know, so it's it's at every level, the indoctrination into hate, into, into pro-Hamas sentiment. It's at, uh, it's from the teachers themselves, it's from the textbooks, it's from, it's from, from every level of the school system. By the way, a fun fact, one of the, um, one of the heads of a, uh, Oh, now I'm gonna botch this. Actually, one of the heads of Hamas, I forgot his name, but he was educated in UNRWA school. I just forgot his name though, which is very embarrassing. But anyway, you can Google it. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a huge problem. Any and any long-term solution, whatever that would look like, um, I don't know what that would look like, but any way to actually weed out the hate that unfortunately a lot of the Palestinians have for Israel and for Jews. Um, in order to do that, the education system needs to be addressed. As far as how it could be addressed, I mean, everyone's guess is as good as mine. Any attempts that I think the West would would do to to try to tone down the hate in the or, or erase the hate from these textbooks will be seen as a a colonial enterprise. It will be seen as trying to colonize their their textbooks and and you know Europeanize, Westernize their school system. So it's sort of like a catch twenty two. If if you know good faith actors try to get involved and and take care of this issue, they're accused of you know. Western imperialism, but if you do nothing, then we continue to have people that that you know support what Hamas did on ten seven. I mean, there was a poll that came out uh, from the leading Palestinian opinion poll uh, institute um, a few weeks ago, and it basically found that that the majority of Palestinians, a large majority, I think upwards of seventy percent, if I'm not mistaken, someone can fact check me in the in the chat, um, support what Hamas did it in 10-7. So, I mean, that's not, that doesn't exist in a vacuum. That comes from the schools, you know? Yeah, and what that poll didn't mention was 
the people who oppose it, why they oppose it. So the, the support for it was uh, was larger in Judea and Samaria in the West Bank than it was in Gaza. Because right. in Gaza, you know, they had already uh, suffered some of the consequences. Right. So there's, I think there's definitely a, a question to be asked there. The, the support for terrorism is 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 widespread. It's, uh, you know, there's no doubt about that. But I, I think the uh, actual support for something like October 7th is probably greater than that poll. Uh, the story that poll tells, you know, people may think, this was not the right time. We should have been better prepared. We should have had a coordinated attack from uh, all all fronts. So the yeah, the, the the fact that people don't support it doesn't mean they they think uh, killing Jews is a is a bad thing. Right. Um. Yeah. And you mentioned something about Westernizing. You know, they'd be we'd be accused of uh, Western colonialism. Yeah. I mean, whenever Israel tries to, to, I think there was one time where Israel tried to get involved with the uh, the Palestinian Authority textbooks, or or maybe they did something with East Jerusalem textbooks for the. For the Palestinians there, and and uh, the same thing, they were accused of trying to like infringe on the autonomy or the whatever the word was of, of the Palestinian school system, and it's like we just don't want them to teach that Dalal Mugrabi, who who executed you know dozens of Jews in this coastal road massacre on a bus in like 1978, we just don't want the books to say that she's a hero. That's like it's we're we're, we're asking for the bare minimum here, you know. It... Yeah, and and. You know the UN itself is not not Western. It's Western funded, but mm. the majority of countries there are are evil countries. That uh, again, if you wanted to have an organization that actually works for world peace, you probably have an organization of free and semi free countries, not an organization where the majority of the countries don't respect the rights of their own citizens and couldn't. You you are you have no reason to expect that they'll respect the rights of anyone else. Uh, mm -hmm. How? How Gaza specific uh, is this? Uh, uh, UNRWA uh, in general, or or just the education system in the uh, in the West Bank? How similar is it? It is uh, that is that uh, part of the region is run by uh, the PLO, the Palestinian Authority. So mm -hmm. is it similar? Is it better? Um, sorry about that. So I I would imagine that there's a lot of similarities. I mean, like you said, the the, the opinion polls show that a lot of the Palestinians in the West Bank, you know, they support 10-7. So I, I imagine that there are similar issues. Um, and I think that the, uh, the, I think that the, how do I explain this? Sorry, do you mind just repeating the question? I lost my train of thought. So uh, the education system in the West Bank, how, how, how problematic is it? Is it uh, compared to to the one in Gaza? Is it uh, is it similar? Um, is it run run by the by UNRWA? Um, so I, I if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they they're run by UNRWA as well. UNRWA has hundreds of uh, of schools across the East Jerusalem, West Bank, Gaza, probably even thousands for all I know. Um, and whether they are um, operating these schools in conjunction or in cooperation with the PA in the West Bank or Hamas in Gaza. I mean, we're talking about a distinction without a difference. I mean, the PA is not exactly uh, a, a good faith actor as well. The PA has obviously expressed support for 10-7, and they're obviously uh, paying the stipends for the people who are the monsters who who executed the attacks on 10-7. Um, but this this issue is widespread. It's it's systemic. It's not just, you know, uh, Gaza-specific. 
Uh, I will do some research. I'll try to find a Telegram channel of UNRWA teachers in the West Bank because this UNRWA teacher group is specifically for teachers in Gaza. Uh, I'll get back to you if I find a, another group for the West Bank, but I, I would imagine that the issues would be would be pretty similar. Uh, Bob with hat, thank you for the super chat. He says uh, Hummus should be on a plate, not leading the UN slash UNRWA. Yeah, we uh, amen. We we also did a uh, we did a show a few weeks ago titled genocidal homos because uh, there there was you know the sticker did you hear the story about the stickers in london on israeli homos saying this homos uh, uh, funds genocide or or something to that effect right. so uh yeah that was not the most serious of episodes we did because there were a lot of hamas homos well jokes. listen i mean if you if you travel around not to not to digress too much but if you travel around israel you know people still laugh people still do what they can to live life because you have two options you can either laugh or cry and you can do a little bit of both, but you have to you have to maintain some. Yeah, and that's also one of the amazing things, and one of the differences that that I think people should look at when they judge a conflict, and specifically this conflict, is that yeah, people in Israel want to live, and even through tragedy, and even under war, uh, you know, under daily rocket attacks, which you don't hear much about here in uh, in mainstream media, we hear about the suffering of people in Gaza. Uh, we don't hear about how they brought it on themselves, but we also don't hear about the suffering of people in Israel because people in Israel, uh, that's that's not what they do. I mean, they they mourn the dead. They uh, um, look towards uh, making sure it doesn't happen again, but they do they do live. And uh, it's, it's we've we've spoken about this as well. This it's it's amazing. Israel is an amazing achievement on its own, even if it wasn't surrounded by people who uh, whose only goal in life is to, to kill Jews. So, uh, yeah, right. remember that. Bob with hat with another super chat says, as an Israeli kid, uh, school once sent me to a peace camp near Gaza with Gazans. They were shocked that we had no religious or violent stuff in our textbooks. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the situation. I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised about what he's saying. I'm surprised that. Um, I mean, it's we need more. We need more first person accounts like that. You know, first to first person testimonies because uh, that that's, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, to some extent, I think uh, in Israel they go too far. I saw something today in Ynet where uh, they were talking about blanking on his name. The, Terrorist was just uh, uh, had an accident. Oh, uh, Salah al uh, Ahuri. Yeah. So, uh, and they, it was almost like they were praising certain aspects of him, and uh, it was it was really disturbing to read. I'm sure you don't read anything like Sorry, that. Sorry, in the in the Telegram group, actually, I did a follow up. I I I was after he was uh after he was uh what was it drone striked. I said okay, well let me check the Telegram group and see what my UNRWA teachers are are in Gaza are saying about this and. As you would expect, they're they're very upset. They're they're mourning their fallen Hamas leader. So surprise. Yeah, uh, but when it's in an Israeli uh, website, it is it is a surprise, and it that that's that's I think a problem there. And again, uh, mm. you know, I, I don't think in in Gaza or in the West Bank anybody has anything positive to say about anybody killed in Israel or or anything negative to say about the fact that they're killed, including when it's babies being beheaded this is a again i go back to the point that this is a cultural uh, problem it's a cultural problem in palestinian society and it's a problem 
that uh, the UN, specifically UNRWA, is responsible for. It's it's a big part of creating it. Huge part. Any final thoughts? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I I, uh, I would just like to say, so this is interesting, and I think this hopefully will, will uh, help the audience a little bit, but the UNRWA channel that I found is in Arabic. I am not a fluent Arabic speaker, uh, but we live in a world where we have unbelievable technology that is free and at our fingertips. So when I came across this channel, I said, you know, it'd be really cool is if I looked into this channel and I will just have, you know, all these free online tools, translate everything and see what they're saying. Obviously, I had it corroborated afterwards by experts that I'm that I'm acquainted with. But the initial finding the, the content that that was with the help of, of AIs and free online tools. So if you guys, if any of you are uh, UNRWA Telegram enthusiasts, if any of you guys are interested in doing your own independent research about this, but you're afraid to tackle it because of the language barrier, it's daunting, but it's it could be done. It could be done, and uh, hopefully that will empower you guys. This message will empower you guys to to take a crack at your own research. And there's so much more out there, unfortunately, and we need all the help that we can get to expose it. Yeah, and and anybody who does go in, bear in mind, you will see disturbing things. That is something yes. you, should, yeah, you yes. should take into account. Uh, thank you, Daniel, for the super chat. Uh, Bob with hat, I, I will try to find that. Ynet article and and post it in the in our on our next show which starts in five minutes the reality show where we are discussing the uh, the idea that uh, Israel or or uh, Israel and its its allies should encourage migration from Gaza yeah as I said we don't shy away from controversy that won't be controversial at all <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I'm not sure it'll be our most controversial episode but it'll be it'll be up there. Um, <laughs> So, Ethan, where can people find you? Except the the thread on on X, which we will we post it and we'll post again in the chat. Uh, I'm pretty much only active on there as far as uh, this this stuff goes. So you can find me at uh, I think my handle is at e fishburger. That's f i s c h b e r g e r. Uh, and look forward to seeing you guys there. Yeah, and you can follow me on X at Rosie Ginsburg. Uh, I am. More controversial there than I am on on YouTube because I think the chance of getting kicked off that platform is lower. Uh, uh, also, for any um, any of our Hebrew speaking audience, there is an uh, interview that I uh, did. I was interviewed in Hebrew that will premiere in about an hour, right after our um, the reality show, which follows in three minutes on this channel. Eitan, thank you very much for your work for appearing on this channel and hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you back here soon thank you for having me